Hi, this is Kev Legs Walker, and you are about to hear a podcast of an interview that appeared on Shades of Blues here on The Cat. And there will be plenty more as we delve into the archives. Sit back and enjoy. I'm delighted to say I'm now joined on the phone all the way from America by Victoria Ginty. Uh, it's bright and early in the morning there, so thank you for taking the time to do this for me. Oh, you bet. Thanks for thanks for taking the time to, to call. Oh, not a problem, not a problem. Um, now, you brought an album out last year, which um, has gained rave reviews all over the place. Now, you're doing a lot of promo for that, but because it's nearly a year since that one came out, are you already thinking of the next one? Yeah, we actually are. We've got our first song written for the next one. So, yeah, we're we're excited about putting another together. Right. Well, the the last album was recorded at GCR Audio Studios in Buffalo. Is that a studio you've used before? No, it wasn't. I I had a connection with uh, the people that um, that that worked there, the uh, producers, and it was a beautiful facility. Um, and we were able to bang that project out in a week. And um, and that that's really sometimes um, a whole lot easier. You know, I like to either do our albums live. Or, you know, there's just a necessity to get it done so you can get it out to the world, you know. Right. Because I know some people hit upon a studio and it's like that's the perfect environment for them and they always use that studio again. So is that the case with this one? You might go back there? I might go back there, yes. Um, I really enjoyed working out of that that facility. It was It was first rate. It was really, really nice. Right. And the album incorporates... Um, now, I'm, I'm going to ask you this because you are in the music biz and you probably know the exact meaning of this because I've been asking it for years. Americana. What is Americana? You know, it, it, it's, a, it's a word that stretches out to mean a whole lot of different things. But, um, like, when I say something is Americana, it is maybe because if I'm referring to my own music, I'm referring to a music... It doesn't really it have a blues progression. It may have a blues subject. It's such a broad thing. There's, but there's like a soulful type Americana music, and then there's some people take uh, call actually bluegrass Americana to try to soften up the um, the thought that goes along with it. And yeah. it can be and it can be country, but my my Americana is not country and it's not bluegrass really. It's uh, just a softer music that it's pretty and um ha- has a message you know and some sometimes it can go into roots uh, roots music for american music um you know there's some things that i would consider americana um or that touch on it on my project um the song water um was written with a with actually a a, a very famous uh, americana writer and um and the hard to move on song on that album I would also say Touches on Americana, even though it kind of has an almond-esque type of a flavor to it. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those all-encompassing phrases that I've, I've tried to define, but you just can't really, can you? No, it is because it, it really is very broad. It, you know, people think, well, what do you mean by Americana? Mm. Well, it, it isn't, if it isn't straight blues... It could it could be it could be Americana, but yeah. it, it's a, it's become a huge broad word. Yeah. yeah. Well, on the album Unfinished Business, there are eight originals and uh, a few covers there. The covers, how did you decide on them? 
were they suggested or were they all favorites of yours um well the um the jimmy mccracklin song my bass player who i write with he came up with that one and i thought that was just brilliant um because it's it's such a sexy blues tune and um and i wanted you know once he once he gave it to me i said well i've got to put my own spin on that and um so i i absolutely love that song it's just super sexy um and the um the terence trent darby song uh i have loved for a long time and um probably heard it 20 years ago and um and i really loved it and i thought it would be really nice uh way to be able to actually sing and and have some emotion and show some some diversity and some range and we decided to make that very latin and then the um the the song lying in each other's arms was actually pitched to me when I was a country artist by my label. And um, I'm the only one who's ever done it. But what we did was we rewrote it. We re- we changed the chords up on it so that it would have a soul flavor. And we took, uh, we took a country song and, and turned it into a soul song for that project, which meant singing it a little differently and then the, and the, the change up in chords and feel. You were talking about uh, the vocals there. And... I've seen a description of your vocal style and it says that there's a sassy edge to your vocals. Do you like that kind of praise or do you think it's a bit sort of sexist almost? Because you don't get comments like that about male singers, do you? <laughs> um, well, no, I'll take any. I, I'm happy for, for a sassy edge, that's fine. Because <laughs> really, the songs where I'm really putting it out there, you know, like uh, the, the You Don't Love Me No More song or the unfinished business where I'm not singing softly and deliberately trying to um, trying to mix up the textures on those songs. You know, you don't want to, to me, I didn't want to see that every song had the same in-your-face type of a vocal. So the, the in-your-face vocals, you know, the uh, those are the ones I would think they would be talking about. And then there's some that I sang very deliberately sexy or or you know, did did um, you know did just show off my range and just and just show some emotion. Well, another description I saw is that the album took a lifetime in the making. What did you mean by that? Well, I've been a songwriter for for my whole life, and um, some of these songs were ideas that I had stored a long time and uh, and brought out. And uh, well, I've done an all original project in the past. And I uh, was a signed artist with a uh, BMG Critique Records. You know that was a that was a, a really nice professionally done uh, album. But the label went bankrupt after releasing the first single. That was in the days that they did the singles. So it had been a while. I um, I did another couple other projects with a with a, with another band that that I had a um, couple other bands that I had. And uh, you know this one I just felt like had to had to be done. I really intended it not to be, um, I, I really thought at the time I was going to make this, this was going to be my last album, you know, um, because it was very expensive. You don't really recoup your money. You know, I just really wanted to leave this behind as a legacy, uh, you know, make a mark with it and, um, and have it be heard for many, many years. Um, but I already know that's not true. <laughs> I'm already getting ready to do the next album, <laughs> starting to write again. And, um, and I'm really getting stoked about that. 
this album has made a mark because you were nominated as Best Blues Artist 2018 by the LA Music Critics. So people have latched onto this and you were saying just before we started the interview that you were at the uh, International Blues Challenge recently. So it's all sort of taken off in the past 12 months or so. Yes, it has. We um, that was really that was really the intent, and uh, and we're you know we we don't have any intention of um, slowing down. You know, we're we're really just trying to um, just keep stacking that momentum and uh, and get out there and and uh, play some nice stages and uh, find more and more doors to open for us. And of course, that takes a lot of knocking on doors. But um, you know, but we're 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 working at it, and uh, and we're looking forward to putting out another mostly original project. Well, in the promo information that I was sent, it lists a few gigs that you performed at. Do you have a favorite venue or a particularly memorable gig? Um, you know, we, we play um, a little uh, listening room. Uh, it's a cultural center, uh, and, and, and I, I really enjoy playing that one. Um, we play that several times a year. We bring out our new music there. Um, we pack the house. It's a really nice place, uh, so I, I'd say that's probably one of my one of my favorites. Um, but I have a lot of favorite gigs <laughs> yeah. over the over the years. Uh, you know, the big the big stages are fabulous. The big audiences are fabulous. I've played places where people have come down out of the mountains in the rain with umbrellas to just to hear our set. You know, it really anywhere that it's a, a, a an attentive listening audience that is great. You were saying that in the listening room you'll try uh, new songs on people. So is that the way you do? It? You try them in front of an audience before you record them? Yes, we do. We we get we get out there and get get pretty fluid on them for the most part. But uh, you know, a couple of those tunes that are on the on that latest CD, um, we actually finished creating them in the studio. Right. Um, so you know, sometimes it takes that type of a an environment and a collaboration when you're you know going to finish them and uh, and we did we 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 finished uh, hard to move on and we finished uh, give it up in the studio they were they were concepts I had the parts I knew what I wanted to do we added a bridge to uh, give it up you know I wanted to give uh, I wanted to give the producer and uh, one of the, and one of the musicians an opportunity to collaborate and uh, so sometimes you know that's you, you do it that way too mm. you were saying again before we came on to do the interview that you might be popping over to Memphis for the Blues Awards is that as a punter or as a performer? Um, I would be going over there to network and, and there was some um, invitations I had to uh, perform with artists in uh, at the um, at the IBCs but because we were so focused on on uh, the competition and, and, and trying to stay well rested um, you know we couldn't go out to I couldn't go out to a jam that started at 11.30 or go to sing in a, <laughs> in a room that started well, at 11.30 uh, at night uh, that's rock and roll come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I was trying to you know, trying to maintain my voice and my energy level and such. So, so I, I, I that's what I'm planning to do. Is if uh, if I can work it out to go there, you know, set up a couple of rooms that I'll guest appear in and um, and go to 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 do some networking and and um, and just you know enjoy being there rather than working the whole time. Yeah. But the reason why I'm hoarse is because we were outside waiting for a cab for an hour mm. two nights in a row. And, uh, you know, that's rough on a, on a voice. Yeah. But, um, you know, plus we were practicing and, 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 you know, performing and all that. So trying to, 
trying to get my voice healed up for a gig we've got coming up. Um, we've got a real busy couple of months here. Well, looking on the plus so, uh, side, it adds to the sassiness of your voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, it does do that. <laughs> See, there's always a bright side. Always a bright side. There is. There is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to let you go uh, so you can go off and have a, a coffee and a croissant or something. And uh, thank you for taking time out to do this. There you go. Yeah. Hopefully, we might meet up in May in Memphis. That would be great. I hope so. Okay. All the best with the future projects. And uh, I'll see you sometime. Take care, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you for the uh, for the interview. And, uh, and I hope to meet you soon. Yeah. And I hope you enjoyed that little interview there. And there will be more as we record more for the show. And we are going to delve into the archives and pull some of the old ones out as well. So, plenty more to come. And of course, if you want to hear the whole show, there is always Listen Again. I'll see you next time. Take care.